Hello and welcome to this segment of Mind to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Andrea Curry. In today's episode, I'm going to speak about something that we all do, and I believe that it's something that we should take a hold of. So the title of this podcast is No Complaints. A lot of times I'm walking around at work and people will say, hey, how you doing? And I'll say, oh, I'm doing good. Or my response is typically no complaints. I have mastered being able to stifle the urge to complain because I realize that it does not make me feel any better. It does not change my circumstances. If anything, it makes me feel worse. In Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22, it says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. When you're around someone that is cheerful, it makes you happy. It makes you cheerful. It makes you smile. It makes you feel good. But when you're around someone that's constantly complaining, they're always negative, they never have anything good to say, It dries you up. Instead of feeling joyful, you start feeling melancholy and you start feeling down. And that is because they have literally zapped all of the joy out of your heart and out of your spirit. So we don't want to be a person that is not cheerful, not saying that we should always be happy because that is not realistic. However, We should never be the type of person where when people see you coming, they know that you're going to start complaining. Some facts about complaining. Number one, it cancels out your joy. When you're focusing on complaining, you're not taking the time to think about all of the things that you have to be grateful for. Number two, it brings on feelings of inadequacy. Because you start to focus on things that aren't right. Oh, no, I don't have anything to wear to this event. Instead of saying, oh, well, I have things, but it may not be what I want to wear. Or let me see what I do have that I can put together. Number three, it causes convenient amnesia concerning all that is going well in your life. So you will take one dispensation of time and focus on it and start complaining about it and start neglecting all of the good things that you have going on. Number four, it only focuses on the negatives. So instead of you taking the time to think about and reflect upon all of the good things that are going on, you're only thinking about the negatives or you're only complaining about one particular thing and not seeing the big picture. And number five, complaining can be perceived as being ungrateful. I remember growing up, there was a field trip that we had going on at my school. And I really wanted my mom to take me to the store to buy me. Back then, it was popular to wear skorts. So it looked like a skirt in the front and the back there were shorts. My mom said, no, I'm not taking you to the store you can wear something that you have. I was so upset because everybody was going on this field trip and everyone else was going to have something new to wear and I wasn't going to have anything new to wear. Now, looking back in retrospect, I had so much to be grateful for. I had both of my parents. We were both healthy. I had my little brother. We did not 
have to worry about what we're going to eat for dinner, where we where we were going to live. I had so many other things that were so much more important, but I focused on that one thing that I felt like she could have taken me to the store, but not looking at the bigger picture. So it could, my behavior, I'm sure to my parents at that point in my teenage years was that I was ungrateful simply because I couldn't get my way. So in Philippians 4 and 11, it says, not that I was ever in need for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. When we take on the attitude that we are going to be content with what we currently have, with what we currently are doing and what we have going on, I believe that it makes it makes the difference because you will start to be grateful just for what you have going on. Even if you have the mindset of I'm going to reach for something greater, but in the meantime, where I currently am, I'm going to be thankful and grateful. I want to give you a few tips on how you can stop complaining. This is going to take time. It's going to take discipline and it's going to take a willing heart to put into action these five tips. So the first tip that I want to talk about is you have to uncover the true root of your unhappiness. When we start complaining and we are hashing out all of the negatives, typically it's not that one thing that we're talking about. Usually it's something else that's bothering us, but we will focus all of our attention on that one thing. So it could be that, yes, you may have had a bad day at work. That's the root of your unhappiness. But then when you get home, someone says something to you that just sets you off. And so instead of dealing with whatever it was that happened at work, you will deflect and put your frustration out on your loved one because you don't want to deal with it. So you have to uncover the true root of your unhappiness in order to understand and realize what it is that has you complaining in the first place instead of deflecting and putting it off on someone else. The second tip is to list out all the things that you have to be grateful for. When you start to put things in perspective, it will help you to realize that there are so many things that you have to be thankful for, even though there may be something that's not going your way. So you may have gotten overlooked at work for a job that you applied for. Maybe you didn't get the raise that you thought you were going to get. And maybe you just want a new car. But instead of focusing on the negatives, focus on the positives. Okay, you have somewhere to live. You're able to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, and you have clothes to wear. There is always going to be something that we want that we don't have, but when we take the time to focus on what we do have, it will increase our thankfulness. Number three or the third tip, instead of voicing your displeasure, just take time to get quiet. That is something that I've learned as I've gotten older, that my silence is golden. If I don't voice it, I don't have to apologize. I don't have to sit there and beat myself up for, for saying something that I should not have said. I take the time to just sit back, be quiet, and reflect. 
And instead of complaining and instead of voicing my frustrations, I just get quiet and then focus my mind and settle down and think about something else or find something more pleasant to even give my attention to. The fourth tip on how to stop complaining is to recognize that frustration is indeed natural. However, we have to get a handle on it. So finding out what it is that's frustrating me, knowing that it is a natural occurrence and it's something that's going to happen, but I've got to get a handle on it so that I don't turn that frustration into constant nagging and complaining. So it's very easy to just fly off the handle and start going off and complaining and grumbling about things that aren't going well, but get a handle on it and go back to the third tip and just take time to be quiet. And the fifth thing that I found that helps me to be successful with limiting my complaining is finding a hobby that can help me to relax. So for me, I love to read. Reading is soothing to my very soul. I can get in a corner and get quiet and just read and escape my reality for a little bit by reading some fiction that helps me to just unwind and let it go. Because when we let things go and we find an, a good outlet to let stuff go and just to find some peace, it will help you to relax and then that very thing that was bothering you, you're like, you know what? That is very insignificant at this point in time. So I'm no longer going to complain about it. I'm not going to give it any of my energy. And I'm going to just move forward. So I want you to use these tips and to just really think about it. It's something that I really feel that we should get a handle on. Instead of complaining, let's find something to be thankful for. Let's find something to be grateful for. And let's take that same energy that we would put into complaining and put it into thanksgiving. Put it into giving back to someone else, meeting the need of another person, and just reflecting on all of the good that you have going on in your life. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope that this message actually touches you and inspires you to dig a little deeper and to become the best version of you possible. I'm your host, Dr. Andrea Curry. Until next time, peace and blessings. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Mind to Heart podcast with Dr. Andrea Curry. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and loved ones. You can also follow Dr. Curry everywhere on social media at Dr. Andrea Curry. Book her for your conference, seminar, workshop, or event directly at drscwrites at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to the Mind to Heart podcast with Dr. Andrea Curry.